Hey guys and welcome to the channel. Right, we have the semi-finals of the WTA Madrid Open are on the horizon. We're going to go through those. You might be pretty surprised about who's in the semi-finals. I am as well, to be perfectly honest. I mean, Jabur, I guess, is not a huge surprise. I, I tend to like her style of play and I, I almost always predict her to go relatively deep in a tournament. But everyone else, I think, is a, is a pretty big surprise. Although Jessica Pagula, Jessica Pagula even, sorry has made more quarterfinals than anyone in Masters 1000 tournaments, I think, for the last 12 months, I think it is. So an impressive stat for the American there. Right, let's go into this then. So first of all, uh, before we do actually, do remember to hit that like button, please, if you haven't done so already, and do also subscribe to the channel if you are new. On top of that, if you're listening or watching on a podcast platform, do leave a rating or a review. Thank you very much. Right, so first of all, let's go over... Um, Ons Jabur versus Ekaterina Alexandrova. So Tunisian versus the Russian. I'm just going to quickly go through their matches uh, to uh, this stage. I think Alexandrova is a qualifier as well. She she had to come through Korpachin straight sets. Of course, she ended up playing against Radicanu and the stuff got open. Radicanu ended up beating her, but she has a little bit about her. Serves a little bit weak, although she did beat. Uh, Camilla Giorgi in that Stuttgart Open tournament. So good win for Alexandrova. Then beat uh, Burrell, uh, which is a good win. The Frenchman, Ostapenko, obviously former French Open champion. Good win there. Uh, Parizas Diaz in straight sets. Uh, Buzkova in three. And then a really good win over Anisimova, I thought, in straight sets as well. So she's in some really good form. And he'll be interesting to hear the head-to-head -head, and I know what the head-to-head -head is but when you hear it you might be a bit surprised uh, between these two let's go through Halep's run though so far so Paolini the very talented young Italian should beat her in straight sets in the first um in the first round uh, or second round even uh Gracheva in her next match in three sets Benjic in three sets as well of course a very very tough match there I thought the number 11 seed Benchich. And uh, yeah, that was an interesting match for sure. Very, very exciting. And the Halep match, which at the start, she looked like she was struggling for a little bit of... She was just struggling a little bit for, I think, rhythm. Uh, but it was on serve. She saved a couple of break points and it was almost like it snapped. And she, was, she thought to herself, hold on, okay, I need to really step it up. And she did. And we know how exciting Ons Jabur's game is. And she has these phenomenal drop shots uh, and great touch and feel around the net. Uh, and on top of that, she's able to do kind of different things like slice on the back and a lot on the clay court. You know, she'll hit little dink shots. And and she's also got power as well. She's got very underrated, I think, first server. First server is really, really good. Backs it up nicely on the one plus plays as well. Um, I think, you know, she's not afraid to hit a backhand on the one plus shot. And that's probably because the backhand can be a weapon at times. I think she's just got an all-round very solid game and she's got this extra flair that makes her so exciting to watch, which is why I think so many people talk about her. Um, and she is that exciting, I think. Simona Halep was a really good win because she's been in some fantastic form. She's been in Pedosa, she beat Coco Goff, and she's got Moratoglu in her corner at the moment. And he seems to be getting almost the best out of her in the sh very short sample size we've seen so far of their relationship. But Simona Halep, I think, is looking to have Indian summer. I think she might do. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if she also starts going deep in all of these clay court tournaments she enters into. She's not strapped up anymore. She's fit. 
she's healthy, she's diving around everywhere. The back end on the line is almost, I mean, it's sublime. Uh, the only big issue she had was her serve was getting attacked a lot by Ons Jabeur, but she's a very, very good returner, the Tunisian. And I thought she was really impressive in the return games. And yes, at times overplayed the drop shot, but for the most part, it was actually executed to perfection. So I think overall, a very, very good win. I was really impressed with her. She managed to stick with Halep in most of the rallies, especially in the backhand to backhand exchanges. That's what, what I think that's what impressed me the most. Um, the backhand slice she utilized pretty well at times, maybe tried to overuse it. And then as soon as she went a bit short, Halep punished her. So Jabur, I think, then realized, okay, I've, I've really got to be on top of my game on that side, the backhand side, especially in the forehand to forehand side. I think she knew, okay, yeah, I can definitely have success there. And then, you know, she doesn't mind and isn't afraid to go down the line on both wings. She's happy to set the ball early there. So she's just a really exciting player on Jabur. At times, you know, obviously she can go through patches and matches or even tournaments where, um, she just her form drops a little bit and she maybe goes for too much and it's kind of it's all over the place too many drop shots too many kind of cute little little uh like dinks and here and there and i think generally though um in that match i thought she was really really good and if she plays like that she's got a very good chance but the interesting thing is is that <laughs> ekaterina alexandrova has a 6-1 head-to-head against on now you wouldn't think that but you have to remember that Onjaba hasn't been the player that we're looking at now for that long. She's improved uh, like drastically in the last probably two years, I would say. Now, Alexandrova, yeah, a 6-1 head-to-head record, very lopsided. She's only ranked 45 in the world at the moment, but she's got the upper hand in the matchup. Now, I have to be honest with you, I have seen Alexandrova play, but I haven't seen a huge deal of her in this tournament compared to Ange Jabeur. So I can more talk about what I think Ange Jabeur should be doing and, and what I, I think she goes into it the favour despite the head-to-head. However, it's going to be a difficult match because mentally I think she'll know that head-to-head going into it. But Ange Jabeur needs to serve really well is the first thing. She serves big and, you know, I think hits her spots. It's going to be really difficult for Alexandrova to make inroads into the Ange Jabeur serve. And also, if she returns like she did against Halep, which I thought was really impressive, especially on the second serve returns, and she was aggressive on it, she was proactive, it makes a huge, huge difference. I think generally, um, you know, hitting... At some point, she hit the drop shot on the second serve return. I'll just cut that out completely. I think that should be a once-in-a-match, maybe, occurrence. Um, But I think it's... Not really the right play, considering how well she can return the second serve and how, how much power she's able to generate as well and really rush her opponent. So I think she needs to really cash in on the second serve uh, return point and also mix it up a little bit. At times she came to the net, which was great, approached really well. She's got good touch and feed around the net. Why not mix it up a little bit and don't get into the comfort zone uh, of just sitting and hugging the baseline. I think, yes, the drop shot is going to be crucial. We know that, but she needs to make sure she doesn't overplay it. And then I think for me, uh, she is the big favorite for Alexandrova. I mean, if she plays like how she's been playing, um, it's that level of consistency. It's going to be hard for Jabur, but I think generally, um, yeah, generally it's an interesting one. She's a relatively big server. Um, I mean, first serve points won 75%, so she's doing really well behind the first serve. The second serve only 38% in the previous match. So clearly, the second serve is attackable. 
I think that's what Olin Chabot needs to do for sure. So we'll see how she gets on and uh, how Alexandrov can she make it 7-1 in the head-to-head? That would be incredible, right? Um, it really would be. But Alexandrova is prone to an ace, but also prone to double fault. So we'll see. We'll see how that one gets on. But I think Jabir needs to be really sharp on the second serve return for sure and make as many balls as you can on the first one, on the first serve. Uh, and then we've got a really interesting matchup, uh, which I'll briefly talk about in Teichman and Pagula. What a match that could be because Pagula's been really crunching the ball. Uh, she is such an attacking baseline, isn't she? Uh, she really is. It's great to see uh, someone like her playing as well as she is because uh, against Andrescu, it looked like it could go either way and she managed to get it done. I really love Andrescu. I really do like the way she plays. And I also love the way Pagula plays. So it was incredible to watch, I thought. A great spectacle for women's tennis. Now, as I said, a record of making the most quarterfinals in Masters 1000 tournaments in the last 12 months. Really impressive for the Americans. She just keeps on going from strength to strength. She's, of course, made, you know, semifinals of Grand Slams before. She's definitely tracking in the right direction. For Teichmann, the left-hander from Switzerland, it's great to see a lefty. Uh, and you might say that's a bit weird to say. No, but it is because there's not... A, I, I don't feel, and I could be wrong, that there's that many really good left-handers on the women's tour. Now, of course, Leila Fernandez is a recent one, but there's not a huge amount. Um, in the top 10, are there even any? I don't think they are. I don't think there is. And I think it, it just adds an extra bit of spice an extra dynamic to uh, a semi-final, right? And I think for Pagula, it's going to be interesting because she hasn't faced a left-handed, if I'm not mistaken, so far. Uh, so that does mean uh, that it's going to be a different proposition. I think that gives Tightman the upper hand in terms of uh, having to not adapt. She doesn't need to adapt her game that much. I mean, Kalanina isn't quite as powerful as Pagula, but she's got enough power. Um, but Pagula, the first serve is going to be key for her. But before we get, do that, let's go through uh, the road to the semifinals. So Tightman beat Kvitovin, straight sets, great win. Fernandez in straight sets, great win. Rybukina in straight sets, great win. Kalini in straight sets, I mean, just easy as you like. And then uh, Pagula, three against Georgie, two against Kanepi, two against Andrescu, two against Rebus Torma, which is a really good win as well. She was in great form. Um, yeah, I mean... It is great, really, really great from both players. They've been in great form, and I'm very much looking forward to this. I think the biggest dynamic for me is going to be the Pakula first serve to Teichman first serve return dynamic, or just a general serve return dynamic, because Pakula's first serve is definitely a weapon, and she should hopefully, for her, she'll be looking to win. Um, She'll be hoping to win some free points on it. For Teichmann, she's going to be looking to make as many balls as possible and really induce errors from Pagula. Because I think with Pagula, if you... I think there's definitely some type of thinking that if you make her play as many balls as possible, she's potentially going to end up... Um, I think she's going to potentially end up losing points because of unforced errors or making unforced errors and getting induced into it. So I think... Um, yeah, a very, very interesting one. Uh, but for me, I think Pagula slightly edges it, but Teichman is so, so dangerous. So we shall see how that one goes. Uh, very much looking forward to it, though. It's going to be a great, great match. Um, and yeah, and yeah, I just some of these matchups are so good. I just, I'm really, really looking forward to it. Of course, we weren't expecting any of these people really to make the 
the semi-finals. I wasn't. Andre Jabbar, I, I was, but even Pagula, I wasn't. Taikman, I wasn't. Um, yeah. So very, very impressive. And uh, yeah, I think it's going to be a very intriguing um, matchup for sure. But yeah, thanks very much, guys, tuning in. Please remember to smash that like button, please, if you haven't done so already. My prediction is... Jabir in straight sets and uh, Teichman. I want to go Pagula in three. And then I'm, yeah, on Jabir Pagula final is my prediction. But let's see. Let's see. Thanks very much, guys. Stay safe and well. And uh, yeah, see you on the next video. Let me know your predictions as well. Thanks very much.